Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. It is prime time action here on V Sin and MSG Plus. I'm Jeff Barles. He's Adam Candy. Our seventh inning stretch is uh, a lot more than just between the top and bottom of the oh, seventh yeah. inning. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're, we're happy to be with you here today. Ben Wilson is with us as well. And we're actually going to kick to our guy, Ben Wilson, here because the Major League Baseball card well underway. A shorter card on a Thursday with uh, about a third of the league off today. Ben, uh, what do we have going on across the MLB slate? Uh, the only thing I will uh, take off your plate is we do have a rain delay in Boston right now. Yankees leading the Red Sox one nothing. That's in the top of the fifth that, with two outs. The, when they uh, stop that's the it. thing I was most excited to talk about. Go right ahead. Such a, such a light slide. It seems to me like they do not know what they're doing. The grounds crew no, at Fenway do not. Park. Not not to like you know I know it's a tough job, but they honestly look like they're a bunch of bunch of people walking around with no idea what to do uh, in a rain delay. But yes, that is a delay. Uh, we will we hope that uh, the same thing does not happen last night with that basically four hour delay that turned into a uh, suspended game there, the second game of that doubleheader in Atlanta uh, when the game had already gone over. Uh, this one was one nothing, and obviously suspended at uh, the moment, but again, one nothing in a rain delay. That in the fifth inning with the Yankees closing as a plus 135 underdog. They were up one zip on the Red Sox at minus 145. Actually, since the last time we updated these, the only score that we've gotten is the Padres. They have added on. It's now 3 nothing in Miami there in the fifth inning. Manny Machado 
had a, a sacrifice fly earlier. Padres now minus 950 on the uh, live line as they have uh, gone up three zip. Live total six and a half minus 140 to the over Miami at plus 550. Still 4-1 Cleveland as they're uh, enjoying that three-run edge on Tampa Bay in the sixth inning. Cleveland minus 1,300 live plus 700 coming back on Tampa. Live total seven and a half juiced to the over in St. Louis. Cardinals had gotten a couple of big flies early, including a two-run shot from Nolan Arenado. Two-run double from Jake Marisnik cut the lead to one. So Cubs get on the board as they go to the sixth inning. Cardinals three, Cubs two. Cardinals minus 330 live. Cubs at plus 240 with your live total at seven and a half. Heavy juice to the under at minus 135. Unfortunately, uh, Adam Candy needing runs in Minnesota and uh, not without the services of Nelson Cruz, who he thought he would have, but Cruz was uh, just traded to the Rays today. So nothing, nothing in the third inning. A live total now six and a half. That was a pregame total of nine. And the Twins minus 135 live favorites. Angels at plus 105. Uh, the earlier game we were talking about was Atlanta and Philadelphia. Six nothing. Dansby Swanson, the, the grand slam, the notable uh, shot in that game. Also notable because Matt Moore, has uh, he stayed in basically the whole game. They finally took him out, but he goes six innings, giving up six earned runs. And uh, right now the live total, really the only thing worth betting here, eight and a half over at plus 105. You still want that, Jeff? You, we talked about that uh, earlier, ten and a half. You're back down to the pregame total now at uh, six nothing in the seventh. I, I, I want to wait for this half inning to end and see if we can get a, get a flat eight somewhere, Ben, or even a better, a little bit better juice here because, uh, well, Freddie Freeman's ahead in count three and one. Uh, stay off for the moment, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, if I want to hop back in at any time. Uh, we do have an expected start time again in Boston, Adam. 9.40 Eastern for the resumption of the Yankees and the Red Sox. The tarp is off the field, but that grounds crew at Fenway has a lot of work to do right now. Yeah, and they're still trying to recover from that stinging blow from Ben Wilson telling them they have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> I, I, I hope they're not watching right now because they might not have the confidence. They better to not fix be because they up. wouldn't be doing their jobs. So. That, you know what? That actually is an excellent <laughs> point. They're watching us right now. They're actually just validating everything you just said. Exactly. It works both ways. Yeah, yeah so uh, one nothing Yankees. Uh, market suspended until that game comes live yet again. Uh, Adam, uh, w one other thing in the, in, in the baseball in-game right now that I would look at is the Cubs in the Cardinal game is in the is in the sixth inning. Alizé is almost done here. The fact that the Cubs have stayed in this game with the way that the Cardinals were hitting him hard early on, the Cubs may be worth a shot here, assuming Alizé gets through the sixth uh, at something uh, something north of $2, Adam, if he gets through this half inning. I mean, I would have to think with two down and 101 pitches, this is his last batter one way or the other uh, for the Cubs. And, uh, Jeff, one other quick thing I'll mention. Uh, Blake Snell going five scoreless here. That is a big, good sign for the Padres considering how he's been this year. It is primetime action here on VSIN and MSG Plus. I'm Jeff Parles, Adam Candy alongside, uh, as Adam was saying, Padres up three to nothing on Miami. Uh, again, the, Mar the Marlins, up until that absolute drubbing they took from Washington earlier this week, had a positive run differential. And now uh, their season that has already gone sideways looks a heck of a lot worse as uh, they are losing tonight against San Diego. Again, these are big games for San Diego, as we mentioned before. Giants are playing the Dodgers again. The Padres, regardless 
of who loses that game tonight is important for them to pick up every game possible on either of those teams moving forward. I mean, they do have a healthy lead for the second wild card, but they want to win that division if at all possible, even though it's going to be really difficult with as far behind as they are, you know, to finish the point on Snell, we talked about regression candidates for guys Mm -hmm. who are out pitching their numbers. Blake Snell is a positive regression candidate. The guy who's expected fielding independent percentage is a run and a half lower than what he has done in terms of ERAs up at five and a half ERA. The walks have been a real problem for Blake Snell overall this year. But if he pitches anywhere close to form, they get Darvish back healthy. Uh, look, the Padres really have weathered the biggest storm that they have to with Tatis being in that lineup early on this year and the pitching injuries that they've sustained. Absolutely, absolutely, Adam. And and again, the Padres, like you said, they have dealt with a, a ton of injuries. They've got nothing out of Dennis Lamette, who uh, before his injury looked like a, a legitimate rotation peach. Darvish has been on and off the IL. But again, the Padres still right in the mix. Third place in the NL West, clearly heading towards the playoffs. Just a matter of will they be the five, the four, or the one in the postseason, and obviously a huge difference between five and four, and then of course the number one. Uh, once we uh, get there, let's uh, let's go to the uh, let's go to the Big Ten in college football here, and uh, it's a new era in Columbus. Justin Fields, of course, now a uh, a Chicago Bear. Ryan Day has not lost a. Uh, a regular season game yet at Ohio State. C.J. Stroud, now the projected quarterback for the Buckeyes, Adam. And if you look at the uh, you look at the odds, uh, look, uh, Ohio State is a monster favorite in this conference at minus two twenty, and Wisconsin, the next team at six to one, and then everyone else is nine to one or longer. Adam, just I, if we're looking down the board here, who would even be worth the look here past Ohio State? Okay, so we're going to start with this. Go it's ahead. minus 220 for a reason, oh, right? Of like, I, there's no one who's going to seriously challenge Ohio State over the course of the full season, especially once we get to a Big Ten championship game. Um, that being said, you're going to force me to go somewhere down the board. I'll stay in the division. Coming back to the beginning of this year, Michael Penix might be the best quarterback in the Big Ten right now. And so Michael Penix and Indiana 20 to 1. In the division, is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. It's not likely. That's why it's 20 to 1. But you want to make me pick somebody, that's the team that I would pick. Um, You know, if you want to look at at everyone else, look, do do you believe that Graham Mertz has a better season in him than he did last year for Wisconsin? It looked great at the beginning, terrible at the end. Uh, Yeah, sure. Um, I don't know. There's just not a whole lot of other cases that I can make, Jeff. But how about yourself? What do you see? So... Let's, let's 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 start with the East here. We're not buying Michigan until Michigan actually does something. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter until they actually beat Ohio State and win the East. That will be the moment I would believe that Michigan can topple Ohio whoa, State. Whoa, wait a second here. Didn't didn't uh, Jim Harbaugh just go fifty cent uh, full yeah. get rich or die trying? Yeah, like hundred percent. He's going to try to beat Ohio State or, or die trying. I think it could be a dead Harbaugh in the middle of the field this year. Oh, I look. Uh, Michigan and Ohio State didn't play last year, and if they played last year, even with the COVID issues Ohio State had at the time. Ohio State still would have won that game handily, uh, of course, uh, in route to the college football final last year. Look, uh, I don't buy Penn State. I, I, I really don't like their quarterback play. I don't like their offense as a whole. Uh, and just by process of elimination, 
Indiana, I guess, would be the biggest competitor in the East. But Michael Penix's health is a big question mark. We have now we saw it all last year. We saw it the year before as well. And look, at Indiana was able to withstand last year without Penix. They're not going to be able to do that this go-around, Adam. So I, I guess if you made me bet someone other than Ohio State in the Big Ten East, and of course Ohio State is a huge favorite there, even bigger than what they are in a conference, obviously, minus 450 to win the East, I guess Indiana at 10 to 1 would be the only one I'd look at, but there, there's no reason to bet any of these. Just save your money for different bets here if, if, in the Big Ten. Look at win totals instead of picking a, a bet in the, in the Eastern Division. All right, well, let's let's talk about it. Yeah, then. let's let, do let, that. Let's, let's talk about some win totals. Ohio State is sitting there at 11, Wisconsin 9.5, Penn State 9, Iowa 8.5, Indiana at 8, and we can start talking about the juice as we go. But let me go one more down the board here, and let's talk about the Michigan Wolverines at seven and a half wins this year. Um, look, the over is minus 152, the under plus 120. Is that juicy enough for you on the under to say that Michigan is a seven-win team this year? So let's let's look at Michigan's schedule real quick here, Adam. And, and of course, uh, check your book as always. Some books here in town are only doing conference wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, DraftKings is doing uh, just every single game that is currently on their schedule for the Michigan Wolverines. And, and look, the seven and a half, the over is juiced heavily, Adam. Minus 152 there. The, the whole bet to me comes down to that game in week two. Washington comes to the big house. If Michigan handles their business at home against a Washington team that is supposed to be pretty good, the main competitor to USC and Oregon in the Pac-12, if Michigan wins that game, Michigan is going to get to eight. That's probably the the floor there. They have to go to Wisconsin. They have to go to Penn State. Uh, they do get Indiana at home, which would be a swing game here. Uh, but eight and four, if they beat Washington, I anticipate they would go eight and four. But I don't have enough confidence to lay a dollar fifty-two on the over, Adam. And that's just it. And that's why I kind of like the under in this spot. Look, you can look at the early part of this schedule and say that might be the only game that they seriously could lose in the first four weeks. Yep. They'll then go to Wisconsin. They should win at Nebraska. They'll find a way to win that game. They will find a way to win that game. Then you've got some, then the questions start, right? You get Northwestern at home. Mm-hmm. That should be a fairly closely lined game by the time we uh, get down Correct. to it, right? Michigan State, we don't really know. They sh- Again, a game Michigan should win at Maryland is a game you should win. But this is a team that has consistently found ways to not win those types of games. And so let, let's talk overall theory here, though, Jeff. There aren't a lot of teams in the Big Ten with as – let's just say flat even as a lot of this conference is, there aren't a lot of teams that I can comfortably bet overs on because of the fact that there are going to be a lot of seven-point or less lines when it comes to Big Ten football this year because of the fact that there are a lot of teams that look about the same in terms of their potential. Yeah, and just everyone's obviously going to have the attention on the top of the conference, Adam. But the, to me, the value in this conference actually comes with a, a team that actually you can get even money on or over, and that's the Maryland Terrapins, who, again, uh, the younger to a tongue, the younger to do it. Uh, do it. You can do it. That, now, 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 Come now, on. The younger tongue of Iloa is there now, of course. Uh, uh, and, and for Maryland, look, 
to me, it just all depends on what their defense ends up being this year. If their defense is competent, seven and five is the most likely outcome for me with the Maryland Terrapins this year. Now you look at their schedule, you get West Virginia week one. These non-con, I will say this with the Big Ten, they at least have everyone for the most part going out and playing one good team in non-con, which you can't always say about a lot of these conferences, at least at the beginning of the year. If Maryland go again, playing West Virginia, if they win that game, the rest of the non-con, you get Howard, you're going to win that game. You get Kent State, you're going to win that game. So you're 3-0 in non-con. And then it comes down to winning your road games against Illinois and Rutgers. You do that, they're going to they're gonna have a chance to beat Indiana at home. They're going to have a chance to beat Michigan State on the road. They'll I, Six would be the bottom for me with going undefeated in non-conference with seven being in play. So I would take a shot on that over. So here's where I'll go, and it's at a similar number with a mm-hmm. different team. The one that I could see an over with is Northwestern. Okay. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald consistently gets the most out of this team. They are consistently a team that keeps games close because of the defense. And if you look at the schedule, again, if we are talking about a full schedule here with this team, look what they have. Indiana State at a, let's call them recovering Duke team. Mm-hmm. Uh Home, Ohio. And then later on in the schedule, they get rebuilding Rutgers at home. They get Purdue at home. And then they go to you know the ghost of Illinois uh, trying to rebuild with Brett Bielma. I, I can count to six pretty easily with Northwestern. And if I just find one more somewhere out there that I think that is going to be one of these Northwestern special 13 to 10 games, then I can get to seven on Northwestern. I actually looking through it. I, I agree with you for sure, Adam, because win week one against Michigan State. And that's really it, right? A hundred percent in play. Yeah. It can be Minnesota at home, mm-hmm. absolutely. And Purdue at the end of the year. There are plenty of games in order to get them over that six to seven. Uh, minus 134 juice on Northwestern to go over. Ben Wilson. We always love Brett Bielma. And he's oh, back, we do. We he's love back as a head coach in college football, uh, taking over for Lovey Smith uh, in Champaign uh, at Illinois. Uh, they're they're three and a half heavy juice on the over surprisingly here at minus 152 at DraftKings, but that's not direction you're looking. No, no, I look it. it well, it's funny too for you guys mentioning some of these mid-tier teams you actually like to go over. I think if you kind of buy into that, you start to think, all right, well, somebody's got to be you know feel the brunt of this. And to me, I look at Illinois, and a while sure they do return you know about 83 percent of their starter production from last year. It's not like that starter production was any good. And that's also bringing in having Brett Bielema come in, first-year coach, try to set up a new system. But the schedule, so you get UTSA and Charlotte is your two home non-cons. So, I mean, assuming you avoid a disaster, those, those will probably be wins. Again, three and a half is your total here. You go at Virginia for the other non-cons. So I don't see them winning that game. So of their four Big Ten home games, you have Nebraska, Maryland, Wisconsin, Rutgers, actually, it's five home games and Northwestern. So, do you can you see them getting two of the five home games? I can't. I yeah, I could you could talk. I could see them beating Rutgers. I just don't see where any of their other wins come in. They don't get Michigan State this year, uh, and they have to go to Purdue, which is of of, of those other teams that could have drawn probably the weakest uh, of the bunch. So, to me, this is a three-win team. Gonna, I've loved. I love. I've been betting against Brett Bielema for a long time. <laughs> so I look at plus 120, especially given the the value on the juice there. I, I think this would be a great team to uh, look at an under here season long win total. 
Let's look at the West division odds here in the division. Wisconsin is your favorite. Not surprisingly, Graham Mertz back. Uh, Graham Mertz also with a fancy logo, thanks to the new rules, uh, Adam. <laughs> uh, minus 125 on Wisconsin. Uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes, uh, Kirk Ferentz and his uh, contract that runs uh, roughly through 21-21. Uh, at plus 175, um, Minnesota 10-1, to Nebraska 14-1, to Northwestern, the defending West champs at 16-1, to and then Purdue and Illinois uh, way down the board at 30-1 to and 50-1. to Adam, uh, if you're not laying a dollar and 25 with Wisconsin, I would only take a look at the second favorite at Iowa just because everyone else down the board, Northwestern is – Again, it's kind of a rebuild year after a really good year a year ago. Nebraska, they're another one of those in the Michigan camp. Until they actually win a big game in the, in Big Ten play or win the Big Ten West, I won't believe it until it actually happens at this point. Uh, but for Iowa, look, you're, to me, they have the best coach in the division still. Ferentz is the best coach uh, in this division. And Iowa's offensive line is the is, – is, as always, unbelievably good. And even if the quarterback play can be a little bit questionable there in Iowa City, Iowa, to me, would be the only bet I would look at here at plus 175. Entirely agreed, and I like the way the schedule sets up. And look, the difference between Wisconsin minus 125 and Iowa plus 175 beyond the difference in quarterback play is the fact that those two teams are going to meet in Madison. And it's mm-hmm. one of those early starts that tends to be a heck of a challenge to go up to Madison and win early in one of those games uh, in late October. So that's about right on Iowa. But yep. as you said, because they are strong in all the right places, then I have no problem if that's the way you want to go in this division. Um, Nebraska, as you mentioned, since we're, let's just talk about yeah, Nebraska please, here ahead. for a second. Um, have we not seen enough out of Martinez yet to say that even 14 to one division is aggressive for, for this team? I, I'm, I'm just not a fan. I, 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 the only, the only thing is just, uh, unless if you're just again, going to get an, an unfair straddle on the top two teams, can't really push Nebraska further down. I, I would flip them in Northwestern. That That's would be the probably about right. That yeah. I would do. Like Purdue is total rebuild right now. Illinois, a program as a whole in transition. So uh, they're better than both of those teams, though, Adam. They are. But I, I think the point to make, if we're going to bring the whole Big Ten back around, Jeff, is we started this discussion saying, can anyone compete with Ohio State? And for me, it's a resounding no. It's not like a close, well, if things go right for this team or that team. You know, I can look at Indiana, and the reason I said Indiana is because if Penix is healthy, he's the kind of playmaker where could you pull an upset? Sure. But overall, can anyone significantly be considered on the same level, on a level or two down from Ohio State in this conference? No. They're going to win the Big Ten again. They're going to be in the playoff again. And it's just a matter of can they beat Alabama? Can they beat Oklahoma? Can they beat Clemson? I mean, that's what it's going to come down to for Ohio State. And look, their toughest game is against a team that's not even in their own conference at this point. The Oregon game week two is their toughest game on their schedule this year. So I agree that this is a steamroll to the Big Ten championship yet again for Ryan Day and the Buckeyes. When we get back, We'll update you on everything that's going on around Major League Baseball. We'll have some golf talk as well as we continue on on primetime action on VSIN and MSG+.
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Live in-game action? Then download the free Odds Trader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need with Odds Trader. It is primetime action here on VSIN and MSG Plus. I'm Jeff Parles. He's Adam Candy. Ben Wilson here as well. Let's kick it to our guy, Ben Wilson. MLB action going on across the board. We are approaching the total in Philadelphia now, Ben. Uh, we are. The, the, the highlight of a rally for the Phillies was Andrew Knapp sacrificed bunting down six runs <laughs> in the bottom of the It's good strategy, right, Adam? Adam, what did you say during the break? Well, it's a Knapp sack. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we it's go. Knapp sack. By the way, uh, that is Joe Girardi binder ball at its absolute best. I suffered through that for years. Have fun, Philly fans. Hey, he's a, he knows Jeff is a Pythag guy, so he clearly <laughs> wants Pythag to. Big guy. He really wants to help the old Pythag. Uh, Philly's still 
plus uh, 13 to 1 underdogs live. 6 to 2. Adidi Gregorius did have uh, did come up with a, I should say, Odubel Carrera had a uh, RBI double. Gregorius was involved in that inning as well. Uh, but it's still 6-2. Live total now 9.5. So uh, they that, I mean, that original total, 8.5 there. If you still want to get in, 9.5 over is at plus 100. The Rays did get a run back on Cleveland on an RBI ground down. Still the 4-2 Cleveland, and they are a minus 10.50 live favorite into the seventh inning. Rays at 6-1 on the live line. 7.5 is your in-game total right there on Tampa Bay and Cleveland, keeping in mind that in that game, the live total was, or the, in, the pregame total was 9.5, so you still have some work to do there. 3 nothing Padres right now on Miami. This game is held pretty steady so far. Ross Detweiler now in the game pitching for the Marlins. They are plus 650 live, minus 1150 on San Diego. 6.5 is your live total. Slight juice to the over at minus 120. Kind of stunning to see Blake Snell actually uh, look effective in, in a game. He's only needed 74 pitches to get through five innings. That uh, is stunning, to say the least, on Blake Snell. Scary situation in uh, St. Louis where the Cardinals, they, uh, Dylan Maples was into the game for the Cubs and uh, hit a batter in the, in the helmet. So we had a long delay there. Maples is coming out of the game. Runners uh, on first and second there in the bottom of the seventh. Cardinals minus 725 now live. Cubs plus 450. And your live total at 7.5 uh, in, in that game. Edmundo Sosa was uh, hit square in his helmet and was down for quite a while. So not, uh, not good there for, uh, for the Cardinal hitter. And uh, we'll see who uh, we're going to wait. David Ross just came out to the mound. So we'll see what reliever he goes with. Looks like Dan Winkler coming in. And the Twins, they are on the board first. 2 nothing on the Angels in the fourth inning. They do get to Andrew Heaney. Minus 500, the Twins are alive. Angels plus 340. 7.5, your total in-game. So, Adam, that 9 you had pre-game, you're not dead. Not dead. He's on the comeback trail. He needs. You just need some little, little more action. Here. Listen, man, I pretty much gave up on that bet once the Nelson That's Cruz fair. trade happened. So it'll be gravy <laughs> if it gets there. Hey, look, uh, a push would be very nice in that game for you. I'll take that. Uh, especially, uh, again, uh, the uh, the disaster of Tuesday with uh, Mr. Dunning uh, still stinging Adam Candy and probably will sting him for a very long time. I'm going to tell you, the last couple nights driving home and thought to myself, I'm going to stop and grab some dinner. And I thought, now nah, I'll eat something in the house. Like, don't need to lay out that extra cash. We'll, we'll live the Dunning experience uh, for another week or two. <laughs> Uh, Adam, uh, j- just one other thing uh, 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 on the baseball slate right now. Uh, the the late game, I want to go back to that Seattle-Oakland game real quick here because uh, Chris Flexen, who we've mentioned a whole bunch, and again, Chris Flexen has had a an excellent year for a guy who had the eighth highest DRA in Major League history uh, before this season, uh, minimum 100 innings. Uh, the... the uh, the Mariners again, uh, the, uh, the the Pythag yet again, uh, playing eight games above what they're supposed to play right now. Uh, the one big question I have about this matchup tonight, and I, I bet it over seven and a half. Um, you, you like Mitch Hanniger props tonight. Uh, the big question more than anything, though, is what version of Sean Maniah are we going to see if you're looking to make a bet on the Oakland A's tonight? <sighs> There, the thing with Manaya was it was a stretch kind of, I want to say first third of the season where he faltered a little bit. And overall, you've gotten mostly the better version of Sean Manaya uh, throughout this year for the Oakland A's. Look, 
this total is low for a couple of reasons. Yes, Flexen has outpitched his numbers. Yes, Shaman I has been pretty good. And you have a very large ballpark uh, in Safeco Field. So, Jeff, I understand exactly where you're coming from uh, You know, on this over. If I were going to lean somewhere, I'd be leaning that way. Um, there's enough uncertainty within it for me that I wouldn't, I'm you know, not going to play it myself. But I, I understand the handicap you have on it. When we get back here, Ricky Fowler had a day in the Twin Cities. They're still playing golf, actually, right now at the 3M Open. We'll update you on what the live odds are and more next on Primetime Action on VSIN and MSG+. football betting guides are coming out and there's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and profile and power ratings i should say plus best bets on season win totals division finishes and player awards each guide is only twenty dollars and discounts are available when you buy both now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for visa all access and get everything we offer for the entire football season sign up today at vcin.com slash subscribe. It is primetime action here on vcin and MSG+. Plus. He's Adam Candy. I'm Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson is here as well. We promised you golf. We'll get you some golf right now where Ben Wilson, someone who has really done nothing for an extended period of time, came out and had a monster round today, and that was Ricky Fowler, who is now the betting favorite at DraftKings, to win the 3M Open, Fowler is tied with Troy Merritt, who, by the way, uh, one of the I forget if it was Brady or West had Troy Merritt this West week. Reynolds. West Reynolds had Troy Merritt on long shots, who's tied for the lead after round one. Merritt, who is almost triple digits uh, at a time, now 12 to 1. Uh, Scott Stallings, Johnny Vegas, and Adam Shank at six under par. Uh, Johnny Vegas, another one who was on West Reynolds' card as well. Uh, ben, uh, it just again it's been so long since Ricky Fowler's really been in a tournament and what a what a round for him in Blaine, Minnesota today. Yeah, it's it's just funny. You see a guy like that go from fifty to one pre tournament shoots down to plus six twenty five. Uh, we said it earlier, our guy uh, Isaiah Wrinkle had him ten to one to finish top five in the in the first round. It's a great bet. Uh, you know what I will say about Ricky though, like there have been some signs of life out of him. And I know it was he obviously was disappointing at the open. He made the cut. He was kind of a chic, trendy pick, went low on Sunday just to uh, to finish one over for the tournament and had not, as we is kind of been well-documented, did not qualify for the U.S. Open, had to try and qualify the hard way. But, I mean, you look at his, his some of his performances here over the last month, and like there's reason to believe that he's at least he's going to be a guy who's going to be competent and competitive in a lot of these, especially these smaller events. Like, he should be right there. T32 at the Rocket Mortgage. Cut at the Travelers, but at the Memorial was uh, was tied for 11th. That was after a T10 at the PGA, which was kind of the first time we really felt like, all right, 
Ricky had like, he could not have been any worse. Mm-hmm. And so you know, from T8 to the PGA, you look at it now. That's that's his last uh, five. Four, five, is, five of his last six tournaments, he's made the cut here. So uh, I think good things are, are coming. It's going to be a long process for him, kind of like what we saw with Jordan Spieth. Like, you can't just all of a sudden turn, turn the switch and, and all of a sudden become a contender once again. Fowler's obviously not in that same uh, ilk. He's never won a, a major at this point. But I, so I think there's reason to believe he'll, uh, he'll stick around the top of this leaderboard. Having said that, you're trying to get in live right now. I mean, plus 625 here. When, you have, a guy, when you have a guy cut from 50 to 1, and he's tied for the lead with a bunch of guys within uh, two shots. And this is, as we've talked about, we talked about this with the West last night. Uh, the, this is going to be a birdie fest, and the birdies will not uh, stop being made by the rest of the field. So there is a long way to go here. I would not be jumping on Ricky right now at uh, plus 625. Ben, do you want, uh, do you want there to be a playoff at 3-1 to one right now? Oh, right, look, uh, we've had, I mean, technically we've had three straight because the, even though nobody was watching last week, we did see one of Joel Damon blow a, a huge lead. So the, technically, if you, the Open does not count as the, you know, the stateside PGA event. We've had, I think, like 22 combined playoff holes in the last three <laughs> PGA events. So I would love it. Give us, uh, give us more, unless you're sweating one of those guys. It's, that's no fun. Right, sweating uh, it out right. Shame, so. shame is power winning uh, in that playoff, Adam. And uh, Jeff also uh, one page through the leaderboard there. I remember seeing uh, Shays Reevy as mm-hmm. well, who was another of Wes Reynolds' longer picks this week, I yeah. believe. Yeah, uh, I, I think he had Reevy in a matchup. I think was he was, in the matchup. I, I, think okay. was, I think it was a final cut. Uh, Reevy on uh, on Wes's pick again. Uh, Wes Reynolds, Brady Cannon. Good at their jobs when it comes to uh, to, to making uh, plays on golf tournaments. I know, between those guys and our boy Matt Brown, who's usually here on uh, primetime action, you've got a lot of golf experts and Matt Humans as well. All right, Adam. Ben Wilson's about to take the floor here because earlier, oh early, oh boy. Earlier, in ready. The, earlier in the week, I had a bet on Guadalupe plus a goal in the Gold Cup. It ended up being a push in that match. Ben Wilson is about to outdo me here because I'm surprised. I didn't realize Ben and I didn't realize this until this morning. And Ben, Ben was the one who let me know this inner uh, the, the big domestic leagues in Europe don't hmm. really get started until next month. Okay. But the second division of the Bundesliga in Germany begins tomorrow. No, we're talking. Look second, at your face, Adam. Yes. Second, second division. The second, second division. division of yes, the Bundesliga. Yes. But, but we are a fan of all bets here on the program. Okay. Okay. So, and and okay, all right. the first matchup is Schalke, who is actually a team that has a, a big sorry, who, who's that Schalke, name? Schalke, who has a big American following. Actually, Ben uh, based in Gelsenkirchen. Yes, they have a big American well, following. You. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, taking on yeah. Hamburg, who uh, stayed up in the regular regular Bundesliga for a very long time and then were relegated uh, two seasons ago. But Ben Wilson has a play on this match, and since we are fans of any plays. Regardless of what they are on, Ben's got to tell the world this play here. Yeah, These odds available at DraftKings. I don't know if this is better than the Guadalupeans, or if we ever decided <laughs> on how to properly talk about uh, the the yes people of Guadalupe. But uh, Hamburg, Hamburg, I call them the Hamburg, Hamburger Helpers. Plus one eighty five to win in regulation. They are an underdog against a team in Schalke that came within one match last year of tying Tasmania Berlin for the longest losing streak in German soccer history. It went so good, far. It, it was such a collapse that at one point Tasmania Berlin, who are basically now defunct, and the only 
basically the only redeeming quality for their club's franchise is that they hold this singular record of having the longest losing streak. They actually issued a statement at one point begging Schalke to win a match <laughs> so that they could keep their record and would not just be forgotten in the history books. Now, so Schalke eventually won. They snapped a 31-match uh, losing streak, but they got relegated, one of the biggest clubs in Germany. They're pacing Hamburg, who had the, who at one point had the record for most consecutive seasons without relegation in the top flight. They all but burned down their pitch when they finally were relegated. Had to have police off. Like, it was a whole nasty thing. It was a whole thing. It was a horde. Hamburg have been like one of the top teams in the second division the last two years, have not been promoted. So they've choked each of the last two years. And, and Schalke are in, a com- are in complete disarray entering this year. So Hamburg is an underdog. I, I love me some Hamburger helper here. Okay, uh, so let, let's just make sure people know exactly what is the bet, what is the number. Okay, go ahead, Ben. Ha- Hamburg cause... plus 185 to win in regulation over Schalke, who are plus 140, in the first match day of the Bundesliga 2 2021-22 season. I just want to make sure that when we get to VEASAN's social and we can clip the video that we get everything in on that bet. By the way, that is not the most important thing happening in soccer tomorrow. Right. Uh, it is Richmond AFC getting back onto the pitch. Ah, that is in season two of Ted Lasso, yes, which that, drops that, tomorrow. That is right. That is right. What a program that is. By the way, I am staring at Hamburg, Hamburg still plus 185. So Ben Wilson's going to be on Hamburg tomorrow. Oh, he's going to move the in number Bundesliga here in just a minute. Two. When we get back, it's going to be prop watch in the Giants and Dodgers. That's next here on Primetime Action on VSIN. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. 
Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. up for the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app, sign up using promo code VSIN, that's V-S-I-N, and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters, DraftKings. You can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Let's go to Prop Watch. Let's start out with the pitchers tonight, Adam Candy. By the way, I'm Jeff Parles. He's Adam Candy. Ben Wilson here as well. Anthony DiSclefani, an Adam Candy regression candidate, maybe the best one there is in Major League Baseball's second half. Riding in with a five and a half strikeout total, juice to the under at minus 145. Walker Bueller, one of the elite pitchers in the game, six and a half, shade to the over, minus 140. Adam, of course, these odds from DraftKings. I believe that I am on the side of the heavy juice for both of them. And, of course, that juice for me is going to be too much to get involved in either of these, uh, even if I were comfortable playing a pitcher strikeout prop this week. I think Adam Candy might be retired from that for at least another month. At least another month. I would only look to Bueller's over here. That would be the only one I would look to because the Dodgers will be without Mookie Betts yet again. Uh, recently traded for and former New York met Billy McKinney playing right field. Former New York tonight. Yankee as well. Yes, uh, and former. He's covering all three of our teams. Uh, McKinney was a former Great Brewer, Brewer. Yeah. as well. Uh, but uh, I, I would only look to the over on Bueller. Again, just his dominance. And, and, and look, it's a Major League Baseball lineup. There's a propensity to strike out this day and age, except if you're facing Dane Dunning. Uh, let's go to the, let's go to the total hits here. Uh, Mookie Betts is scratched, so don't bet that at uh, over a half minus two eighty before he was scratched. He's not in the lineup. Uh, again, you're always going to see uh, laying a price on the over a half here. Is there any under here, Adam, that you're looking for on our screen right now? It's difficult to play uh, most of these unders, largely based on the prices. Look, we we Justin Turner. He's not full strength, right? So maybe you want to take a piece of that. Um, Max Muncie is hitting the ball well right now. Wilmer Flores is hitting the ball well right now. You want to try to ride the cold streak of Cody Bellinger? You could do that. Um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't hate that entirely uh, at plus 160, but uh, nothing here that would entice me. How about you? I'd only look at Flores. I, I don't think that's a, a great uh a great matchup against Walker Bueller for Wilmer Flores, plus 175 on the under a half. And man, I've been fading my guy Wilmer all week uh, this week, Adam. Just uh, he's going to start uh, crying. I again. know a poor job as a for, yeah. as a as a former Met for uh, for Wilmer Flores. Uh, if you're going to make me bet an over, Mike Yastrzemski at minus 180. I, I, like you're getting to a spot where that's almost reasonable on on laying the juice on Yaz. Here's the thing with 
total hits. If you're going to play overs on total hits, I more often will take a look at total bases. Mm-hmm. If you can find it, then then total hits. Just because of the fact that the numbers tend to be a little bit better. And if you can find the right player where the slugging percentage expected is pretty good, then you only need a double to get yourself out of that. So uh, I generally do not enjoy the overs on hits. Just looking at total bases for Mike Yastrzemski tonight. So you'd much rather have the over one and a half total bases plus 120 tonight. Yeah, I mean, look, think about it this way. Is he going to get two hits? Not necessarily, but we also talk about it in terms of if you're going to play the guy here, do you trust him to put enough wood on the ball to get him the, the double in the spot? Again, look at your expected slugging percentage numbers. Look at the pitching history. Don't just play it blindly. Let's go to total RBI tonight, Adam. And this is, again, uh, the juice on the under for all of these guys. Uh, Max Muncy, the shortest shot on the over at plus 140. Uh, a lot of Dodgers at the top of the list. Cody Bellinger plus 150 on the over half RBI. Justin Turner plus 150. Will Smith plus 160. Wilmer Flores, the shortest shot on the Giants at plus 170. Anything here, Adam? Think about it this way. Uh, and tell me what you think. Go ahead. When it comes to RBIs, we see the plus money on the overs for everybody. And these are roughly 50 to 60% of what you get to play a home run, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, those are generally going to be plus 250 to plus 400, plus 500. I would be more inclined to be playing an RBI prop than I would be playing a home run prop. Um, more ways to get there. But again, this is not one that I really, a market that I want to get involved in because of all of them. RBIs depend on someone else, unless you think it's someone who's going to hit a home run. Well, why don't we go to that home run, those home run props? And uh, again, you'll see Max Muncy at the top of the board here on the home run props for tonight. Muncy clocking in at, at plus 250, again, uh, a little bit below than you would normally see uh, for a lot of these home run props. Mike Yastrzemski, the short shot, shot on the Giants at 3-1. to one. Uh, Mookie Betts not in the lineup, so don't bet that. Uh, you would get refunded anyway if uh, you did manage to make that bet earlier today. I know Cody Bellinger's been brutal recently, but this feels like a good matchup for Bellinger to get out of that slump. Maybe you take a shot on Bellinger in that RBI category and that home and the home run category here tonight, Adam. Oof. Yeah, I, I mean, I see where you're coming from. Um, you know, Cody Bellinger is a threat at all times. I I think the way that would be most interesting to me is actually one that is not going to be super obvious because he's not a guy you ever look at this way. But the expected slugging percentage stat cast data on Buster Posey this year is a little better than what you might expect out of Buster Posey. It's been that weird kind of season for him. Expected slugging percentage over 500. I matched that up with the plus 450 on Posey. I know it's Walker Bueller, but if I'm going to play a home run prop, I want a return on it. I I want something that I can get out of it because I can look at Max Muncy and see him there at plus 250, and his X slug is better than... Uh, better than what you get out of Posey, but you're paying for it, right? You're paying for it at plus 250. If I want to play it, I want to play something a little longer. Buster Posey at plus 450 would be the only one that I would want to take a shot at. Yeah, again, these are tough props to really bet, Adam. It just, again, it's it's a, it's a home run prop. Again, I'd much rather have, like you said, a total bases prop uh, where you have, again, a lot more outs to get there at, at a plus number more times than not. Well, let me talk to you about the one that I actually do like Ooh, uh, when it comes ahead. to these tonight. And it's not going to be from the Giants-Dodgers game, but it is from the other late game okay. between the Athletics and the Mariners. Uh, Mitch Hanniger against Sean Manaya. 
again, Hanniger, one of those guys where it's just been about health. Uh, we know that he's gone through some issues over the last couple of years, but Hanniger is four to one to hit a home run. I like the number. I don't like the bet. Uh, one and a half total bases. He is even money against Sean Mania. He has a 382 expected batting average, but here's the number I really like. 6% whiff rate. Sean Mania is not fooling Mitch Hanniger. You want balls in play if you're going to play that total basis prop. So that's the one that I actually do like tonight. The other one I had was Nelson Cruz against Andrew Haney and the oh, Angels. That, that, uh, that all changed up quite quickly when he was traded to Tampa Bay right before we came on air. Hanniger's total, total basis, by the way, Adam, if you bet it right now, you're getting a better price than you said. Now plus oh, 110 now. Well, then. Over at DraftKings. So, uh Maybe you take a look at Hanniger tonight uh, for the Mariners. I like the over in that game at seven and a half. Uh, but I, I, I don't mind that from from you there, Adam. Uh, uh, honestly, I don't mind Mar- don't uh, mind the other total bases prop up there at plus money and Mark Canna at uh, plus one ten as well. Again, a fade of flex, and I don't think is a bad thing to do tonight if oh, you're betting that fade, game. Fade the flex. Fade the flex from <laughs> Jeff Parles. Uh, by the way, we are back underway at Fenway yes, Park. Yes, we the, are. Uh, the torrential rainstorm has stopped one nothing Yankees it is the bottom of the sixth and wow even with that Jordan uh, Montgomery still in there rain delay Jordan Montgomery's still back out there so uh, all of you amateur Frank Jobs and Neil Elatrosh's uh, who do the surgeries on Tommy Johns hang in there because this is something that has been frowned upon generally for throwing pitchers back out there after rain delays of this length it feels like we've seen this more recently than we have in Again, one of one of the few old school things to go out the window recently, Adam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, bottom of the fifth, I believe I said bottom of the sixth here. Uh, I'm really surprised by it, especially because of the fact that not only are we looking at Jordan Montgomery, a guy who is not that far off Tommy John surgery, coming back out here for the Yankees, but the trend in Major League Baseball, as you said, Jeff, Go to the reliever sooner than later. Uh, maybe the Yankees with four games to play in Boston here in such a crucial series, trying not to tax that bullpen here on night one. Cash your Yankees' first five tickets. Montgomery with a perfect fifth. And the Yankees lead through five, one to nothing. Uh, cash your first five unders as well with not even breaking a sweat. You just had to wait a little bit. No, and uh, Tanner Houck uh, only gave up an RBI ground out to Glaber Torres. So Jordan Montgomery, uh, left-hander against that right-handed thump in the Boston lineup, has held up pretty well in what is an absolutely crucial series for the New York Yankees against Boston after taking two or three from them last weekend in the Bronx. Adam, we've mentioned it a lot tonight, but it is the biggest game on the card. Uh, The Giants and the Dodgers, one last uh, look at this before we go for tonight, and the nightcap follows us here on VSIN. The the Giants are up to plus 170 now, so the steam fully on the L.A. train now, and the total is back up to a flat eight. And uh, you mentioned earlier that you have the Giants full game. I have the Dodgers on the run line in the first five uh, in order to get that. I paid minus 15 on the Dodgers laying that half run in the first five. Love Walker Bueller. Love Walker Bueller against the Giants. And I am in a little bit of a fade of Di Sclafani. Maybe not as hard as you're fading the flex. No. And again, I took, I I realized that before the show, I, I took a bad number on the Giants. I needed to wait. Show a little more patience and then take it now at plus 170. But, look, if it ends up coming home, a win is still a win. You actually were reprimanded by Ben Wilson uh, on the break. That was harsh. Oh, that's not surprising, though. Yeah. 
That's not surprising. It's, it's, ten, it's ten cents. Right? It's ten cents. Isaiah yeah. downstairs says, look, it's not the end of the world. Yet. No, hey, ten look. cents. Look, Isaiah's hoping I'm right. Uh, Isaiah Wrinkle, the, uh, the resident. Isaiah's got all sorts the, of money to play with now that he hit 10-1 <laughs> on Ricky, Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler, top five first. Very round. good point. Great, great bet by uh, our, our downstairs producer, Isaiah Wrinkle. That's all the time we have tonight on Primetime Action here on MSG Plus and VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles for Adam Candy and Ben Wilson. We will see you tomorrow night on the program. The nightcap is next on Visa. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free at